It's time for episode number 37 of the Divorce Resource Guy podcast. Today, we're going to talk with Angela Marshall, who went from rags to riches after her divorce. Learn how. Hit it. Welcome to the Divorce Resource Guy podcast with Jason Lavoie, a.k.a. the Divorce Resource Guy, a former divorce attorney turned divorce coach, talking about all things divorce, including the good, bad, and the ugly from an attorney's point of view. Remember, you're not alone. And now, your host... Jason Lavoy. All right, everybody. Today's guest is a special one. Her name is Angela Marshall, and she is actually the ex-wife of a former NFL football player. Uh, Angela Marshall is the author of Reality to Rags to Riches, the story and life of an ex-NFL wife. She's a motivational speaker, a columnist, and a creative writing consultant. Today, she talks about how she has struggled through a lavish but sorely lacking lifestyle as a former NFL wife, leaping from a life of emptiness into ultimately finding that sense of purpose, living vicariously through herself. Let me be proud to welcome everybody, Angela Marshall, to the show. Angela Marshall, I am very excited to have you on the show. How are you today? I am doing well, Jason. How are you? I'm doing fine too, thank you. Um, I was going to say I'm doing splendid. Do they use that word down there, splendid? Of course, we use splendid, dandy, uh, fine as wine. Oh, I like that, fine as wine. Fine <laughs> as wine. We anything that you want to say down here in the south, be more than you know. Uh, just be aggressive and use it. Fine as wine. That's I like that one. You're in Georgia for those who are listening, and I'm in Jersey. Yes. yes. And uh, so, for those who might not be familiar with you. Um, you have a very interesting background um, and a very interesting journey, I think, uh, from where you were and to where you are right now. Give, give everybody listening a little bit of a, a brief version of, of that road you traveled. Absolutely. Again, thank you for the opportunity to be on your show and to interact and, and you know, just share my, uh, my journey along with your viewers and your listeners I am Angela Marshall. My platform is the story and life of an ex-NFL wife. And the reason why I decided to utilize the platform to impact globally, which I use my motto as motivate, celebrate, illuminate, and liberate others as well as liberating myself. So I decided to use that platform. I wrote a book. The book is titled Reality to Rags to Riches, The Story and Life of an Ex-NFL Wife. The book was published in 2017. It took off. There's so, I mean, just had tremendous success around the globe with people wanting to actually bring me to their different events and to their, um, you know, their um, organizations for me to speak and just talk about my life, the different layers and the different areas, different journeys, you know, being a, a former NFL wife. And so from there, that platform, the story and um, story and life of an ex-NFL wife just kind of took off. But I am homegrown, proud Augusta, Georgia native. I went to um, school here. I, you know, my family is here, home base, all of that good stuff here in Augusta, Georgia. I've traveled with my ex as well as now, you know, on my own with uh, the entrepreneurship that I'm doing now, being a motivational, inspirational presenter. I am a mother of two amazing children. We have two amazing children and we also have some grandchildren. I like to say that uh, we have five grand boys, biologically that is. So five grand boys, we got a little basketball team. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, but you know, life has just been, for me, 
um, starting this pot, you know, starting this um, this pattern and this journey for the story and life of an ex NFL wife. Life has just been an open book where I've just been able to tell people about my struggles, my strengths, my successes, my valleys, my hills. Just really, really give them the truth of everything that has made me the woman that I am today. Wow, that that's great. And for those who you know aren't you know familiar or aren't really big sports people, who who was your your husband who was in the NFL? <laughs> Okay, so um, he is Arthur Marshall, and he played for the Denver Broncos, uh, 1992 to 94, and then he played for the um, New York Giants from 94 to 97. He also played collegiately at um, University of Georgia. Okay, and you're divorced from him, right? A long time. Yes, we are divorced uh, 20 years, and so I have a lot of... of uh, uh, woes and, and wins from divorce there, Jason. <laughs> yeah, you know, that's what I want to talk about. <laughs> so yes, yes. was your divorce a contentious one? Um, initially, it was not supposed to be that way. You know how it is when, you know, you're saying you're calling it quits and he's calling it quits. And it's like, OK, yeah, yeah, we're, we're going to be able to do this. And we thought that we had a plan in place that was fair seemed to be pretty fair. And once we, I guess, uh, went our separate ways and actually started, um, you know, retaining our own attorneys, then it became more of an uphill battle than, you know, than I had originally, originally thought that it would be. Actually, I had attorneys here in the Augusta area that were turning me away that did not want to take my case because he was a revered, you know, like we, Augusta's home is home to both of us. And he has, you know, a lot of programs, a lot of at-risk pro programs and events. And he's just, you know, good old uh, Georgia boy that, um, you know, no one really wanted to take my case at that particular time, but I did find one <laughs> that said, yes. All you need is one. All I needed was one. And so uh, after that, then we, you know, we're able to get the proceedings, get everything, you know, kind of started. And um, from there, I, I think that even though I feel a little, I don't know, a little slighted, I guess, in some regards, uh, you know, as th that happens in divorce, there's always going to be someone who feels like they didn't get enough or they got too much or, you know, they could have tried this or whatever. Yep. I just I, I think that after so many years of the dust settling, so to speak, now we're both better because of it. And that's a very mature outlook. <laughs> but yeah, it's 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 funny, you know, in uh lawyer land, there there's always a, a common phraseology that's that's used amongst lawyers to know, you know, if when you settle a case or you're negotiating, if it's, you know, a good one, right? Everybody wants to win, of course, and but what does that mean, right? Winning. Um, so one of those uh, phrases that's often used amongst attorneys is, well, in the mediators, if people who mediate cases, if both sides are unhappy, then it's a good deal. Really? Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And, and that often rings true because, again, everybody feels they, they should get more, you know, or they want more alimony. And then the person who's paying the alimony feels that they should be paying less alimony. Right. So at the end of the day, if both, both sides are a little bit unhappy with what's going on. Then, you know, it's probably in the right ballpark. OK, well, and I guess, you know, they're out to. 
feed their families and, you know, make a, a name for themselves. So I can I can see that, you know, being their perspective. My perspective then uh, going through a divorce was just that I wanted to get on with my life and I felt like I was hindering him and he was hindering mine. So right. from that perspective, it was it was more about growth for me. And then I guess the really, you know, the, the people. So even though others may look at it as, oh, she won or he won or the lawyers may look at it as a win win. Who really loses are the children to a certain extent. Yeah. Because obviously, I just feel like if there's a lot of discord in the home where this verbal, physical, or whatever abuse, you know, maybe going on in home, obviously, you know, that's not a good situation for children to be brought up in. That wasn't the case with um, with my ex and I as far as no physical abuse. Of course, you know, we we talk kind of um, you know ugly to each other from time to time. So <laughs> the children, you know, did, did, did not necessarily need to be exposed to that, but Overall, when I look back over divorce, Jason, the the only thing that really saddens me is just what my children at the age at that time, they were nine and 11 had to endure. So from that perspective, whenever I'm talking to someone just in general, because I'm not a divorce attorney, I'm not a therapist, I'm not a coach, I'm not a counselor. But when I'm talking to people that are in relationships, I'm not an advocate for divorce. I don't try to say do this, don't do that or whatever. I just give the outlook of, hey, you know, be very mature and understand that when there's children involved or, or even if there's not children involved, you just really want to just get on with your life as quickly and as smoothly as possible, whatever that looks like. Yeah, no, that's a great point that you bring up. And the children really just make it complicated. And it's sad. That's actually, Angela, one of the reasons why I quit being a divorce attorney and turned into coaching was because it, it was uh, actually a, a situation where I was handling a, a custody issue. And at the end of the day, we were arguing myself and the other attorney over who was going to pick up the child up on Saturday morning. And it was between 11 or 12. And so one hour, right. Um, hour. And, and they're both spending, you know, hundreds and thousands of dollars to pay us to argue over this. And, and I said, I remember I hung up the phone with the other attorney and I put my arms up in the air and I said, that's it. I said, right. I, I, I can't be part of this. It's ridiculous. Right. And right, that people are spending their children's, you know, educations on their divorce and the children are stuck in the middle and oh, it's, just, yeah. it's just a bad situation. And, and so I appreciate that, that, you know, you know, at the end of the day, you want to do, you know, treat the divorce, I always say, as a business transaction as much as possible. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, when children are involved, that can be hard. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And it was, you know, because, of course, everyone wants to feel vindicated. And so initially, that's what you're actually after. It's like, okay, well, I'm not going to be with you, but, you know, I want this, you know, this type of lifestyle or I want to do this or, you know, I want to not do this anymore, you know, whatever. And you get really wrapped up and roped into a lot of stuff that actually does not make any sense, because even if you don't have children again, you just really want to just be in the mindset and the mode of I want to get on with my life, whatever that looks like. So from a divorce standpoint, it was awful. (laughs) It was it was ugly. It was very messy. You know, I remember a lot of stuff being said back and forth to and fro. However, we got through it. And that's the main thing. And, you know, for the first eight years, we've been divorced almost 20 years now. But for the first eight years, oh, my God, we detested each other. We we were like, you know, at each other's throats from time to time over, like you said, like, you know, the smallest, the minute of things. But now looking back, 
we're, you know, we're very good friends. We're cordial. Nothing, you know, I wish him nothing but success. He, you know, does the same for me. Matter of fact, he endorses my book. Like he endorses this platform because he knows that, you know, I'm not trying to bash him. I'm not trying to be, um, you know, in a situation that's going to make him or the NFL or my children, our children, I'm not going to make any of us look bad. So, right. um, yeah, divorce is, is not supposed to be pretty, but I do think that overall, if you, you know, have the right, if you can have the right frame of mind. And I know that's tough because, you know, you're you're upset, you're hurt, you're bitter, you're angry, you know, maybe discouraged and frustrated. So it's hard to make good choices or to make, you know, to be <laughs> to be amicable or to be happy, uh, not necessarily happy, but just to be um you know, to, to, to allow that other person to have a certain amount of freedom as you have that freedom. So I know it's tough, but, you know, it's just one of those things that if I knew then what I know now, oh, my gosh, my divorce would have went a lot smoother. I probably would have been like, Jason, just ask for this amount. And if we don't get it, just put OK. And let me move on with my life and figure out. <laughs> figure yeah. Out how yeah. Yeah. Well, 2020 is always um, <laughs> different, right? Because when you're when you're when you're stuck in the mud, as I call it, you know, in the middle of the of the divorce, it, it's it's really hard to separate out and step outside your emotions and and kind of look at the big picture. And, yeah. and that's part of what I coach people on how to do. Now, Angela, let me ask you this: Did you have a therapist while you were in your divorce? So prior to we tried counseling and it did not work. Right. But after the divorce was signed off, um, the judge did order for us to take counseling as far as for the children. Okay. So there's this class that you have to attend where, you know, you sign and they tell you about not speaking ill of the other, you know, the absent party or the non-custodial versus the custodial parent. And so that's that was all that they offered then. I'm not really sure what the criteria is now because, you know, that was many moons ago. It was like 2000. Uh, during that particular time. But no, I, I did not take any counseling. But you know what, Jason, I really needed it. And I'm just going to be honest, like now that I go through different periods of my life and I do have, you know, a counselor and I have mentors, I understand the value of being able to run things by, you know, run things by someone else or bounce things off of someone else just to get a different perspective other than than mine to make sure that I'm, you know, that I'm making the right choices and I'm doing, you know, doing what I should be doing. Well, Angela, I'm so glad that you you made that comment. I am really, really happy. Not, and I'll tell you why. Um, because the transparency uh, that you're giving us into your life, I think it's, it's so helpful and insightful for those that are listening because I'm always telling people, you know, if possible, you want to surround yourself with the right team uh, to help you uh, get through the divorce. And that includes, you know, I've, of course, if you can afford it, an attorney, a therapist, and a coach. Um, and the fact that you, you were so honest and open that you didn't have a therapist, but you wish you, you, you did, and you, maybe you should have during the process. That means so much because that's what I always, that's what I always tell people. Mm-hmm. So, so thank you. It's like really, it's super, super highly recommended, you know, that you have at least, even if you can't afford it, like the person closest to you that makes the most sense, not that yes person or that hype person, as I like to call them, because usually yeah. those are ones that if I'm going to jump off a cliff, they're going to jump off with me. I don't need that. I need I need somebody who's going to talk me, you know, not to jump off of the cliff, that cliff and that's going to give me that, you know, really good balance and, and that sound, you know, sound insanity that I need at that moment. Yeah. And an objective point of view. 
Yes, absolutely. Right. Absolutely. Okay. Awesome. Now you mentioned that you, you came out with your book a couple of years ago. Yes. Talk about the book for a, a little bit. What, what's it about? Absolutely. So the book's title is reality to rags to riches. It is not your ordinary or your normal rags to riches story. I know a lot of people, you know, they see it on the shelves or they see it, you know, online or people talking about it and they think, oh, it's, you know, your typical rags to riches. No, not at all. It is. It gives a very, very in-depth insight to um, different things that I went through as a child growing up, you know, being light skinned in an African-American environment. Then it kind of, you know, turns to um, just being bullied and then how I in turn, you know, turned around to be being a mean girl of sorts. And then it gives you an insight into my meeting, um, you know, my ex-husband at the time during high school. It gives you a little bit of of a journey with that. And of course, the NFL when we got married and after the divorce and just different things, it, it chart, it charters every aspect, every layer of my life that I considered was a um, lesson learned, so to speak, you know, it was a, or either it was a stumbling block that I was able to really turn into a stepping stone. So the book merely freed me. That's really why I wrote it. It wasn't like I said, ah, you know, I sat back and said, oh, well, you know, let me, you know, write about my life. And that way I can make a ton of money because, you know, as you know, you have to be really, really a huge volume pusher for books in order for books. To yeah. Right. Now, where I do make, you know, pretty good, pretty decent is the speaking aspect of it. When people bring me to their different events and they want me to talk about my life. But even with that. I absolutely enjoy being able to just impact and inspire. You know, another one of my models is I don't speak to impress. I speak to inspire, to impact and to improve lives by the things that I've gone through. As we all know, and I know this sounds cliche, but people tend to listen to celebrities or people in, in power or, you know, whoever they think they have status. They, they seem to think we have all of this knowledge and, you know, we got it all together. So that's the only reason why I utilize the story and life of an ex-NFL wife, because I really want people to hear me when I talk about, listen, don't live vicariously through other people. Live vicariously through yourselves. When I talk to them about how to convert the downs in their lives to wins, because that's what I've done. That's what I've been through. How to, you know, not be afraid when it's fourth and and go or it's fourth and long. Go for it every single time. Get off the, you know, get off the bench and get in the game. So these are things that I have utilized just from that book, from the story life of an ex NFL wife, to really motivate and just celebrate and cultivate people, you know, into I I have this new tag that another interviewer gave me and I'm loving it. She called me a mental culturist. So I like that because it's like planting seeds and planting seeds of positivity to help people to overcome different things. Now, you know, from perspective, as far as like with your show, how I was able to rise, you know, through this divorce, through what was once an ugly, ugly divorce and turn it into my favor. You know, some people, they choose not to do that. But I did like I wanted better for myself. I wanted I even wanted better for my ex. That's just that's how, you know, growth and evolution (laughs) is a part of, of, you know, what you're doing, because you actually want your ex to do well, you know, and not many people can say that, you know. But, um, you know, in this particular time, when I when I penned the book, it was all about me really wanting to just come out, talk about the different struggles, 
to strength, the trials, the triumphs that I had endured while in that lifestyle and give people that perspective. Yeah, absolutely. You bring up an excellent point about when you can, after going through a divorce, um, you know, feel like genuine positivity and not just, you know, vitriol and, and, you know, bad, wishing bad things upon your ex and, and, you know, talking bad about them every chance you you get to everybody. When you, when you can get past that, then you know, there's some real growth there and that you, you're ready to move on. Absolutely. I, I want Arthur to be just on top of the world. And I knew that me being by his side, you know, that wasn't going to happen, bottom line. And I think a lot of it wasn't going to happen because we met young. So, so, you know, we didn't really know who we were or how to get to where we wanted to be in life. So, you know, you talk about being very young in a very fast lifestyle, such as the NFL, and then you top that off with two children, you know, and then you have friends and family members because this is all new, this NFL lifestyle. And so everybody's pulling at you and everybody is pawing at you, you know, wanting you to uh, either do something for them or, fund this or give me this or be a part of that. And I mean, it was just, it was a lot. It, it, it really was. But overall, now the person that I am now, and definitely while writing the book, after writing the book, after going through the divorce, you know, like I, I just, I want him to win because one thing I do know is that when he wins, our children wins. So that's important to me. You know, absolutely. Now you mentioned that after the divorce, you know, you kind of alluded to, you, you put in some work, right? It's, and, and you've really worked and spent the time uh, on yourself to, to better yourself. And, and that's gotten you to the point where now you want, you know, success for him. And, and like you said, that equals success for your children. But talk a little bit about the work that you put in. Like, what have you done uh, to get you to where you are now? Oh, my gosh. You know, I have seen and I've just, you know, some of my, I'm not going to necessarily say associates, but I know divorce, I know separation, I know breakups can be really, really bad. And it leads, you know, down this road, or at least it can lead to this road where people are like, you know, I just, I, I wish he were no longer here. I wish he would just go away or, you know, whatever. I never wanted to be that girl. Like I wanted to be able to you know, just really send light, to send love, to send, um, you know, happiness and joy to my ex. I never wanted any type of, of um, you know, hardship to come on him. So I knew that in order for me to do that, I would have to really put in the work to make Angela, to make my mindset more positive, to make it, you know, as opposed to being bitter, I wanted to make it better, as opposed to, you know, me having this hate and this disdain for this man who really a lot of the stuff that at the time I was blaming him for it, honestly, you know, and, and I'm going to be honest on your show and, you know, on anyone else's that I have the opportunity to be on. It wasn't all him. I mean, it just wasn't, it was a lot of me growing, trying to figure out, uh, you know, what Angela needed to do in order to be a better person. So with that being said, I started taking a really, really hard look at, the things that I did not like about myself. And then a lot of the stuff that I found that I did not like about myself, I made a, a conscious decision to change. And I decided, you know, when when I talk to my mentees now, which I mentor girls um, anywhere from ages 12 to 21, I tell them when they're like, oh, well, you know, it's so hard to do such. No, it's not. It's a decision. 
All it is, all it takes is a decision. You have to decide like right now. And to me, I don't think that you can let um, you can let things get cold, meaning I'll do it tomorrow or I'll do it next week or I'll start this in three days or four days. I think whether it's a diet or it's, you know, divorce, whatever, you have to like jump on it and you have to, um, you know, jump start on yourself right at that particular time. And so that's what I did. Like I just made a, a decision that I needed, you know, to really change some things in my life, the way that I was thinking the way that I was being so unhappy, being, you know, inwardly, inwardly, I was just, oh my God, I was, I was such a mess. And, um, I started writing, I started writing a lot, started writing different, uh, you know, different feelings, different emotions out. And then I would connect them to why I was feeling that way. And here's the, the, the other piece. If I found that that connection was either a person, place or thing, and it was, it was not helpful. It was negative. Then I stopped. Either I deleted the person, I removed, or I stopped going to the place. I stopped listening to, you know, certain things. Stopped watching certain things. It was a, and I tell you, it was a process. It really was because you're talking about, you know, a young lady mid, you know, twenties that had heaped on so many routines and behaviors. So it was kind of, it was difficult to let it go, but I did it. Yeah. Wow. You, you said so many, uh, <laughs> yeah, so many golden nuggets in that. Um, I just want to reemphasize a couple of them. One was taking action. You, you know, people have to take action to change their lives. It's not going to just happen, right? Yes. I think you alluded to that. And then um, the other uh, piece of, of gold that you, you just mentioned, I'm so happy you said it too, uh, is that it just wasn't him. It was you too. And that is so hard uh, for people to get to that point, but it's such a, a vital point of transformation that, you know, it always takes two in some capacity. Um, you know, the, the demise of the marriage, for whatever reason, it happened. Um, it just wasn't one person, even if, you know, a lot of people love to label everybody narcissist these days. Um, and it's a hot topic word. Yes. But even if your spouse was a narcissist, you still had something to do with it. And Absolutely. right. And, and just taking that ownership and accountability for your part, uh, no matter how small it may be, it, it's just a huge step in moving forward. Um, and so I'm so happy that that you mentioned that you got to that point and that was kind of a big, a big part of it for you. Yes, Jason, I would highly, highly recommend, you know, especially people that are either, you know, going through divorce or, or maybe you're at the tail end of, of the divorce or you have been divorced for some time, but, you know, you're still struggling with different things. You, you must face yourself. You know, you have to stop making it about that person, even if it's just a separation, you know, for people that do that, that go through breakups. You know, I, I always talk about whether it's relationships, business partnerships or whatever. You know, there's always something in there that you can look at um, or, or there should be something in there that you can look at for what you should have done or can do better or can be better at. And so I think that that's why, and you know, I will, I will boast on myself just a little bit, pat myself on the back, because that's the first thing that I do when, you know, there's some situations that, that may not be going right in my life. Um, I just look at, okay, Angela, what are you contributing to? Are you a part of the problem or you're a part of, part of the solution? Which one? Right. And usually I'm going to be honest. Usually I have been a part of the problem. And so now, you know, in, in the mindset, I'm like, okay, well, how do I transform an, into being a part of the solution? 
And again, you know, with divorce or breakups, no, no one wants to be wrong. You don't want to be that person that is the cause of, uh, you know, of, of why things didn't work out. But yeah, I take ownership for all of anything, you know, from certain things that I failed at as a mother, as a person, I, you know, the list just goes on and on. <laughs> so I do believe that that's why I've had the success and why people enjoy hearing me speak, why they invite me to speak, because it's like, wow, like she actually just stood up, got up there and said that, you know, no, it wasn't her ex's fault. It was this or no, it wasn't that it was her, you know, and I'm really, really, uh, you know, transparent when it comes to my flaws, because we all have them. We, all have, we all have masks. We all have these layers that, um, you know, that cause us to not be our best selves. And I think the longer you either point the finger at someone else or you try to hide it and not face it, the more detrimental it is to, you know, you not living a really, really, um, you know, living your best life or living a successful life. Yeah, no, you hit the nail on the head right there. You know, nobody's perfect. Um, and uh, that goes for everything in life, you know, and it's just, but sometimes it just takes help, you know, and, and it's where professionals come into play. And surrounding yourself with the right team of objective people is to is to kind of point things out to you, help guide you, so you're focused and you, you kind of step out, look at the big picture, and don't get you know stuck in the mud as I call it. Uh, and and you know it's so easy kind of to focus and 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 you know get all that negative energy towards that one person, um, but that's not going to help you or anybody. That's correct. And coaching, mentoring. Uh, you know, is so important. I mean, it really, really is. I, you know, one of the things that I, for myself, as well as I'm always exhorting to my children, I'm always telling them, as well as reminding myself, Angela, you know, you have to have people that are subject matter experts to go where you want to go, to be where you want to be. And, you know, if I'm not a person that, and one thing that they will tell you now, I've been divorced for almost 20 years. My son, he's in a you know very thriving um, marriage at this particular time, my my daughter you know she's she's on a path I guess to being in in bliss here pretty soon. But I always tell them you know yes your mother failed at it your dad we failed at it. But what we can tell you guys is you know what we did that was not right things that we should have done a little differently and then not only that lead you to people that are in marriages that have been married 30 years, 40 years, 50 years, 10 years, because they actually, you know, they're, they're sticking to it. You know, they're, they're putting the work in to do whatever. So I'm definitely a fan, a huge fan of coaches in any area of life that's going to, you know, get you to the next step or the next level, the next dimension in your life. And you can't do it alone. No. And, and that's what it all boils down to is that you can't, you can't do it alone. And, and that's not a sign of weakness by any means. It's just, uh, it's a sign of strength. I think when you realize that and, and you, and you take that action to, to find those mentors, those coaches to, to help you, to guide you. Um, and you know, that's what everybody frankly needs, um, in different aspects of their lives. So I, I love that you're on the same page. Um, and, and that we're like, it's like you and I, we have that, I don't know what that is. Like we got that mental connection right now. We got, we got to go in. <laughs> Absolutely. I think that anyone who understands the formula that, you know, no man or no woman is an island, you are a winner. Bottom line, you, you know, and, and not only that, another thing that I tell my mentees and, and an inspirational post or quote saying, if you would, that I came up with is 
you know, you have to make sure that everybody in your corner or in your circle is a link and not a kink. And so you have some that are links that, you know, and those are your coaches. Those are your mentors. Those are the advisors, you know, the ones that, that give you what you need because they've been there. They're done. They've done that. And then those kinks, you know, again, those are our friends that may be on the same level, same step as us, or maybe kind of going through certain things and they don't really know <laughs> a whole lot. They're just, you know, hyping us up or, you know, being our, our yes people. So no, no, I, I would exhort everyone on your podcast, everyone on your show to really, if you're going through a divorce or you're thinking about divorce, coaching you know, mentorship is the only way to really, really set your mind on a more positive, I guess, uh, a more positive plateau. And that's important because you want to make sure that you're, you know, that you are getting all the tools, everything, you know, the tips, everything that you need to, to really be successful. And I know that sounds taboo. That sounds really bad. Like, well, is divorce really success? Well, the divorce itself, when you're going through it, no, you know, again, I'm not an advocate. That's my disclaimer. I'm not an advocate for divorce. I wish mine could have worked, but it just, at the time, I wasn't willing to put in the work. He wasn't willing to put, put in the work. We didn't have, you know, people surrounding us that, uh, that was giving us really, really good information, I guess, to help us to continue to grow in our marriage. And so, you know, it was it was just one of those things. But I think that with shows out, podcasts out um, like yours too, you know, a lot of of, of just um, mindset, I guess, if you would, uh, awareness that are that is out now. I mean, people that that can take advantage of it, you really and truly, truly need to, because I wish I had it then. And I'm but I'm glad that I have it now to really, really, you know, help me to to stay on a good path for myself. Yeah. I mean, again, I just can't agree with you more um, uh, for everything you, you frankly are saying. And, and people, what I find is people undervalue uh, their, you know, emotional well-being, their their mental health, and they just don't put a high value on that. And I think that's part of the reason they don't, you know, invest in coaching and, and other services like like you do and I do. And, you know, it's unfortunate because your mental health and your happiness is probably, if not one of the most important things that you, you need to have going forward in life. Absolutely. Well, you know, let's just be honest about it. One reason why people don't invest in it is because they, most people are still viewing it as a, something that crazy people do, you know? And I mean, and I'm, yeah. not, I'm not saying that that's, that, you know, that I feel like that's, um, you know, that that's the truth or that's Bible, because obviously, you know, that I'm availing myself to mentorship, to coaching, to counseling, to therapy. Um, you know, I don't feel that way. But back in the day, uh, you know, before I availed myself to it, that's exactly how it was viewed. Like, what, what do you mean? You need somebody yes, taboo. To you, right. You need somebody to tell you this or coach you along with this or that. You know, it's like, no, no, I got this. I'm I can figure this out. But I had so much mess in me from my childhood with my mom with I mean just different things that I carried along the way that if I would have had a coach or like yourself you know being a, a divorce attorney slash coach and being able to know both sides of the coins and then help people tremendously like that they really should take advantage of that because I would have been so much further along had there been a divorce co coach um, 
And and I will say this. And if I was, uh, you know, smart enough to take advantage of it, put it that way. Well, I right. It, 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 yeah. It, 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 <laughs> yeah. No, yeah, it takes it takes both things to to make that relationship work. A- absolutely. Angela, this was this was so great. Um, you were a pleasure to talk to. And thank you so much for sharing and being so transparent in your uh, your own experiences um, and, and giving great advice. I think I, I think people who are listening will resonate with you. I know I do. And uh, thank you so much for, for being on the show. Thank you for having me. I appreciate you so very much. And um, I look forward to us continuing our connection. Yeah, no, absolutely. I think there's a lot, a lot more you and I can talk about. But let people know where they can find you. Absolutely. Um, you can Google Angela Marshall, Augusta, Georgia, or you can look up the story and life of an ex-NFL wife or my website. My personal website is www.inotherwordsbystone.com. And that'll be in the, in the show notes on my website page, podcast page for those who are listening and want to find it later. So Angela, thank you so much again, and we will definitely be talking in the future. Yes. Thank you, Jason. I appreciate it. All right. There you have it, everybody. Another one in the books. What did you think of Angela? I kind of, I love her story. I mean, I think it's inspirational. You know, you think where she comes from, marrying a, a pro athlete and living that kind of a lifestyle that you you see and hear about on TV. But at the end of the day, just like everything else, right? Money isn't everything. Um, it all comes down to relationships, your inner happiness, and really what you want to get out of life. And she found her second calling, or perhaps her first calling after her divorce, um, where she had to figure out what she was going to do um, for the rest of her life here. And and she's done it. And she's empowering others and being another positive force that the world sorely needs at this time. So I loved having her on the show, and I hope you uh, were entertained a little bit from listening to her story. Now, if you are looking to take action and figure out the next chapter in your life and you want some help doing it, you can get some private divorce coaching with me, Jason, uh, the Divorce Resource Guy. Uh, check out my website, jasonlavoy.com. I have uh, some core programs. If none of those fit your needs through my Divorce You umbrella, uh, I do customize programs on an as-needed basis. So whatever you need, I can help you, but you have to want the help and want to take action now. So check me out. Email me at jason at jasonlavoy.com. If you haven't yet, subscribe to the podcast so you get all new episodes as they come out right now every other Tuesday and on every other week basis. Right now, all I want you to do is be strong, act confident, stay positive. For now, I'm Jason LaVoy, a.k.a. The Divorce Resource Guy, and I'll be seeing you real soon.